everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Weekly Impact Podcast. It is Tuesday, December 17th, as we are approaching Christmas in the end of the year yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, we're doing something a little bit different today. We're pretty excited about this podcast. Um, we are taking a break just for today from our typical chapter of the day movement that we're on. We ended up in a chapter in Leviticus that was going to be similar to last week's chapter where it was just a lot of kind of details and numbers and things. So it doesn't facilitate much of a conversation. And so what we decided to do, um, our friends, uh, Jeremy and Paige Braley that are here with us today, um, also with Daniel Yelverton, Pastor hey. Daniel Yelverton that is Over always on here with me. Uh, my name is Brent Smith. But Jeremy and Paige were able to come in and join us today. Um, they have a pretty interesting story up to this point, and uh, we wanted them to come in and just um, join us on the podcast, share with us, join in the conversation today. So we're going to talk to them for a while today, um, and then at the end of the podcast or somewhere, uh, we have some of our ch- uh you asked for it questions saved over from the last time that we did you asked for it um that we would like to get to if we can as well so um yeah hi guys hey <laughs> thanks for having us yeah. yeah thanks for being here yeah. so is this your guys's first podcast experience it is yeah. it is first time nice wow. pretty pretty nerve-wracking <laughs> <laughs> well we are honored we are honored that you guys joined us today um, they were here and uh, they actually provided music for our volunteer Christmas appreciation dinner last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we just talked and we wanted to reconnect and then we ended up having an opening on the um, the show today because Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Wiss that's on staff with us, she is one of our AIM directors, uh, mm-hmm. the youth ministry that we have. Um, her and Jeff, they are actually... Ironically, on, uh, ironically, on a cruise ship. No way. On yeah. vacation yeah. right now. <laughs> and so she is not here today. Um, and we were going to uh, talk to Michael Miller, who typically joins us, but he's still sick, mm. um, struggling with um, shingles, actually. So he has oh, been man. in a lot of pain mm-hmm. and um, has been kind of incapacitated for a couple of weeks now. So they were able to join us, which we've been wanting to get them on here for like, what, about a year now, I think, yeah. since yeah. we talked to you guys last Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and there's been a big gap because I'll let you guys share what you've been doing and share some of your story. But um, go ahead and tell everybody kind of where you've been and what's been going on. Sure. I guess I guess I'll start. Yeah, <laughs> um, so as you just mentioned, cruise ships has been our life for the last four years. Um, we just actually got home about a month ago from a nine-month contract with Carnival Cruise Line. We worked with them for four years of our lives um, doing wow. their entertainment. So we were... Um, production singers um in their major shows that were in the main theater um so we started doing that back in 2015 yeah right we after did, college yeah right after Paige graduated from college and um we've been traveling around the world singing and dancing on cruise ships and uh here we are back in ohio <laughs> <laughs> um so that's the the brief version of it yeah um yeah, but it's it's it was an amazing amazing experience that we are eternally grateful that we were blessed to do that because we went to places together as a couple that we never even thought we would get the chance to go to in our lives. We've been everywhere from Alaska to Hawaii to Fiji to Australia to the Caribbean. We just recently got to go to Spain um all singing it while getting paid to sing and dance, which is what we, you know, have trained our entire lives to do. Yeah. Um so it was a huge blessing and we just it it was a great way for us to set up into this next chapter of our lives. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I think we were destined to end up here today because 
Jeremy is actually, um, if you guys come to church here at Elevation, Mark Collins that is on our worship Mm -hmm. team, uh, amazing guitar player, wonderful, humble human being, one of the best (laughs) people I know, honestly. We had a rehearsal the other night, and he's super busy, but we ended up staying for like an hour after rehearsal and just talking. Like, he loves to talk, and I love to talk to him. Absolutely. Um, So he is your uncle? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. My mom's brother. Okay. Yeah, I actually, it's funny, I don't he might kill me for telling you guys this. But, no, please do. <laughs> um, growing, <laughs> That's growing, what this is for. <laughs> yeah, growing up, he was not Uncle Mark to me. He was actually Uncle Shaggy mm-hmm. because of his um his hair color and the way that he used to wear it. He looked more like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah. So just start calling him Shaggy from now oh, on. I'm nice. sure he'll love me for that. Nice. That's brilliant. So, yeah. and, then, and then Paige actually has known our lead pastor, Phil, who used to be our worship director before me, for how long now? I was thinking about this the other day because he was like, oh yeah, I was 28 when, you know, when we first met and I was like, I was 15 years old and I'm 27 now. So what is that? 12 years? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Phil, um, met him working at Kings Island in my first show ever country show. And he was like my big brother, basically. Mm -hmm. I was like a little kid working with mostly everybody was like 21 and up and then I'm 15 years old. So Phil, he always took me under his wing, took care of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he speaks very highly of you. Yeah. yeah. He really does. Um, as Mark does the same for you, like Mark can go on and on about, you know, yeah. oh, my nephew Jeremy, he's Aww. out there doing his thing. <laughs> so um, so you guys came in here when we first met was what, about a year ago about around year Christmas? Ago. Or yeah. oh, we were doing a night of night worship. worship. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so they came in and um, for a night of worship that we did, and then Mark made the introduction, or Phil mm-hmm. made the introduction, I don't yeah. remember who. Maybe um, a little bit of both. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and honestly, I've shared with you guys, but I just felt like I was like, we're going to end up end up doing something together yeah. at some point in time. I just I just felt it. And um, so what ended up happening, though, is that you guys, um, explain a little bit how, how it happens that, uh, when you go on a cruise ship, like the contract and the commitment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so... Basically, very long story short, we found, you know, our church, we go to Christ Church Mason. Um, We found that last time we were home. Mm -hmm. We came, got connected here as well. And it made it very difficult to want to go back out. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that we can't, and you know, we do, we do take advantage of the solitude and the disconnect to really like hone and develop our personal faith, Mm -hmm. but the element of community and church and action feels very limited. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's challenging, but basically nine months we go, Mm -hmm. we start by rehearsing down in Florida. So that's what we did like this past, what was it? February? February. Um, Rehearse there for like six ish weeks and then head out to the ship. And this time was a little bit longer, the rehearsal process Mm -hmm. on board because it was a new build. It was, whole process um jeremy was telling earlier about the uh when we got there the ship was basically like a construction zone yeah they were um this last one that we did was a huge refurbishment they took an older ship completely gutted it and made it practically a brand new ship you wouldn't even be able to recognize it and um when we first got over there the theater was done but the rest of the ship was still not completed so we would walk through the hallways and stuff and it was like a construction yeah, zone wires like it was crazy hanging out water to see. pouring through <laughs> but it was it was very very cool to see and to be part of something like that yeah so. and then we're out there for i yeah. mean we were february through end of october um performing traveling the world doing shows mostly at night so what's cool is during the day we get to you know go out see the awesome places that we're traveling Mm -hmm. and spend time with each other we spent a lot of time this last contract working on our own um you know we got a youtube page up and running where we were doing worship covers and 
you know, the whole video and sound. It was it was a really fun contract for creation as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I watched you guys some of the time, um, and I saw the things that you were sharing, and uh, yeah, it was crazy, all the places that you'd be, that you're like, yeah, we're so-and-so today, walking around <laughs> just like having a coffee, and I was yep. like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. But I know, too, I've traveled for stuff, and I know that it's always like a, it's a give and take kind yeah, of thing. Absolutely. You know? It's awesome to be where you are, but you're you're out, you're away from home. Yeah. You know? yep. So, yeah. I know that it can be, it you can don't, be tough, re- you don't realize the things you'll miss until yeah. you're, until you're out there, like going to the grocery store or right. cooking your own food. Yeah. Like you, you're like, no, I would never miss that. And it's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. You yeah. miss that very quickly. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah. What, what was something that was just really funny that you experienced that was just either off the wall or just like, I can't believe this happened, whether it was during a performance or just out on the ship. Uh, oh man, <laughs> this is a tough one. Let me think. Uh, what comes to mind? Like a slip up or just something that was. And is there any self editing going on? Yeah, there are things that you're clearly thinking of, but you're like, I don't know if I can share that in this format right Uh, now. (laughs) um, One of I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there because it was just one of the funniest things that I've ever experienced while performing. (laughs) Um, We do every ship. um, There's different shows on each ship, but one thing that's consistent is our welcome aboard show. Mm -hmm. You do the same show on all on all carnival ships. Okay, Um, and it's just like a little 15 minute kind of like intro show the cruise director does a huge thing and then we just do a couple songs just to show this is what you can expect in the main lounge this cruise yeah and um mm-hmm. Paige made friends um with a lady um who is is a very awesome person and very supportive of what we do and she cruised once and then she was coming back to cruise again and we didn't really know and we were in the middle of our welcome aboard performance and we have it's it's choreographed to walk forward hold hands and bow Mm -hmm. and then we run off stage so there's no time for error no time for anything else we're all walking forward as a cast of eight grabbing hands to bow and all of a sudden this lady stands up in the front row and starts coming at the stage and we were like what is (laughs) happening and we realized that it was this lady and she had an amazing gift that she brought Paige which was so thoughtful and so sweet but it was just so funny because she came up to the stage in the the middle of our performance and handed Paige a gift on the stage present and we all were just dying laughing like it was like what is happening that wall is like completely broken because while you know we do engage with the audience it's not like theater to where we're not acting like they're there but we're kind of engaging with them as like performers you know yeah so to completely just have somebody be like Paige, here's this gift. I was like, huh? What? And everybody's looking at me. All the other seven are looking at me like, "What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "I guess I'll just go get it." My and good friend Nancy, she yeah, could be watching. She could be. Don't know. But um, <laughs> there's That's just awesome. so many, so many to go through. Of like, I mean, you're performing two shows pretty much every night of the week. I would and say so many falls, so many tumbles, so mm. many, so I'm many very, funny things like um, that. Some almost to a fault. I'm very consistent. Like I will be very perfectionist mode. Like have everything mm-hmm. the exact same every show, and clearly um, the <laughs> production staff, God, both thought it would be pretty funny to start my show last contract, not this past one, but the one before that. I came out singing Skyfall mm-hmm. by Adele, and it's very serious. You know, I'm in this red like fitted gown, and I'm very stoic posture. And I come out, and to sing this song, I stand in the center platform with fans positioned all around it, mm-hmm. and there's this huge red silk that's, it's really, it's a really cool visual effect, because the silk is like moving the entire time. 
watching the show, you would think the fans are making the silk do something very specific and it takes care of it when you watch somebody else do it. That's not the case. <laughs> I have to be positioning my body to kind of block certain fans so the air can flow oh, wow. to take it this way. And then this fan, while also using my limbs to not get in the way of the silk, but also not let it get just, just drop. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to move it, but also not get tangled in it. <laughs> I would say more often than not, that thing would either get like completely wrapped around my feet. So I feel it still going in circles, but it's getting smaller and smaller. And I'm like, <laughs> it's wrapping around my body. In the end, you have to walk forward and out of it. Many a times did I do do a few stumbles or just like there's a video of me where I'm like batting it out of my face like there's bugs all around me. That was the most frustrating mm -hmm. <laughs> while trying to sing Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is easy. Yeah. No. You know, right. She's, right. she's okay. <laughs> yeah. She's all right. Um, all right. I've never asked you, Brent. Okay. Because okay. now they've, they've had this chance to. <laughs> now I want to hear one from you. Oh, uh, yeah. Just in any of your time. And uh performing or so my my experience is probably a little different i mean i've done reality tv stuff but then i've also done like country music like bar stuff for a long time i did that before sure. the lord completely redire redirected my life into worship mm -hmm. and um a story that i love to tell two of them actually i just talked to your uncle mark about the other uh -huh. night um so when you play country music you go and you do some gigs in some really rough places sure right? So, um, actually, there's a place here in town that is now called The Exchange that is... Uh, used to be Gator, right? It used to be Gators, and before that it was Elmer's. <clears throat> and um, it was always kind of the bar in town, but it was always kind of a rough place to go. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I had a gig there uh, when I lived in Nashville. My wife and I lived in Nashville. We used to come home, because this, was, this has always been home. Even when we lived in Nashville, this has always been home. All of our friends and family have always been here, and we always knew that we'd end up back here someday. And so we're at Gators playing a gig for Thanksgiving, because we'd always book a big gig with the band I used to play with here, Mavis Pearly, and um, it would become like the Brent Keith band kind of thing, and we'd do our thing. So anyway, our bass player had kind of had something happen um, with somebody else anyway it was like a girl guy thing and stuff apparently and so we're in the middle of this show and i'm up there just singing playing guitar it's like the i don't know middle of the second set singing playing guitar got my eyes closed doing my thing and all of a sudden i hear i feel this like thud and then i notice that the music gets really really thin oh, and i was no. like what and the bass had completely dropped out of the the mix yeah. and I was like what is going on and I look over and in the middle of our second set somebody ran up on stage and knocked out my bass no. player <laughs> punched him square in the face and he fell backwards onto oh. the drum kit oh. and it it just chaos ensued because I'm at home. This is my hometown, and I got a lot of friends and family that are like, they got my back and whatever. And it wasn't even happening to me except for it was just my show. Right. And like the dude jetted off the stage out the side door, and there were like 12 other guys that are like, we got this. And they ran out after him, <laughs> and it turned into a fight in the parking lot. Like just crazy, crazy stuff. So, um, yeah, I, there wasn't much laughter going on at that time. Right. There is now. Sure. Yeah. Um, the other one was that I, I, I played um, two. Actually, three shows in one day. It was right after I had been on Nashville Star, I believe. So in Nashville, there wasn't much of a following for me, but here there was a fair amount of stuff. So I could come home and play gigs and sing national anthems and do things and make a fair amount of money, you yeah. know? So we booked, we made the mistake of booking three different things in one day. 
So we started early, and I went to um, the Chillicothe Paints in Chillicothe, their minor league baseball team that's there, and I sang the national anthem there. And then um, the Nashville Star Tour was coming through town in Dayton at the Phrase Pavilion. So I mm-hmm. went, and then I was on stage there, and I sang a couple songs with him. Even though I wasn't technically on the tour, I was um, part of that. So I got up and sang a couple songs and stuff. And then after that, we went and we played this show, like a four-hour show at a bar in Dayton. And um, nobody showed up because they had already seen us when they wanted to earlier in the day. So nobody came. So the owner was not happy about that. So at the end of the night, my um, guitar player went to get the money for the show. And they sat down across the desk from each other. And the bar owner pulled out a gun and put it on the desk, pointed towards the guitar player. And he was like, what do you need? And he said, well, I'm here to get paid for our show tonight. And he was like, no, you're not. And he said, what? He was like, well, we played a show. And he said, but you're not, you didn't, I lost money. You didn't bring in anybody. You didn't fulfill your end of the deal. And if you got a problem with it, he pointed the gun and said, you can talk to that. Oh my God. So he said, okay. So he got up and came out and I'm out front, like talking to people and signing autographs (laughs) and stuff. And he was just white as a ghost sweating. And he came out and we were all like, what is wrong with you? He said, I just had a gun pulled on me. And so we were like, let's get out of here right now. We're just, we're gone. So, yeah. So that's, I I don't have as many like funny stuff like that's happened on stage or anything. Mm. Um, But yeah. Um, Well, I have a funny story. It says, ask Paige about the county line. Phil forgetting his lyrics. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So. Because that was what the show was called, right? County line. The county line. Yeah. Yeah. At Kings Island. Yeah, Kings Island. Super cute little country show. Um, And there was a really, really nice. 9-11 tribute section at the end mm-hmm. and Phil sang what was that song I didn't work there yet so um, I don't know it's like I'm all, uh, okay the, I, Lee Greenwood or anything the or? only way I can remember it is because Phil went through like a little bout of anxiety midway through the contract mm-hmm. where he would get very nervous I think it's because one time he messed the words up to this song so then every time from then on oh, yeah, yeah. he would it would really work him up and another guy in the show Dustin would always <laughs> give him a hard time about it so that just made it even worse because he's trying to like play fun with Phil and Phil's like no this is actually getting to me but um it's the song it's like from my head down to my boots and <laughs> Phil he goes is it maybe proud to be an American or one of those types of songs mm-hmm. American Soldier? Yes, that's yeah, it. That's I'm that's an American it. Did you say it on there? Yeah, just said it on there. An American. And he's down front. And he, it's usually this beautiful, like Phil has an incredible voice. And, mm-hmm. But he goes down there to sing the words. And he's all, you can tell, he's like freaking out. And he goes down there. And he would always go from my head down to my boots with very those actions. Mm-hmm. And he goes up to start singing. He's like... <laughs> no words, but he got the actions for Phil, and it just it gave him oh such, a, such a hard time. Oh, no. Yeah, and we're all like playing lighthearted, and he's like, "No, this is really bugging me. I, I can't. I don't know why this is bothering me." I think so. next time I Poor teach Phil. from the stage, I'm just gonna be like, uh, "I think next time he walks in a room, you should just have that Sunday. song playing." Know, exactly. <laughs> like, thanks for coming and worshiping with us this morning. <laughs> oh, we love man. you, Phil. Yeah. We do. He's, he's he's definitely watching right now. Right. So. <laughs> this is so much fun, though. If we honestly, if we had more space around this table for another seat, I had told him that we we have, have him come in. and join yeah. us today. He said, "Embarrassing <laughs> as heck." He oh, just said. no, <laughs> it happens. There's no worse it, it, feeling than that. Mm-hmm. You've sang a song a hundred times. Mm-hmm. 
it, where you don't even think about it anymore. But sometimes you'll get to that point and you're like, what are the next words? Oh, yeah. And that happened. I mean, that's happened to me more times yeah. than I can count. And it's, and it's like terrifying. It happens in an instant. instant. And it's panic. Yeah. yeah. But you can't show it. No. no. But then you got to like mumble through uh-huh. what you forgot. Yeah. And try doing that with something you've written. Have you ever done oh, a song no. that you wrote no. and you uh-huh. forgot? Yeah. Oh like, my goodness! Wait a second. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I wrote this. I should yeah. know what the words are. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's funny what'll come out sometimes too, because then you start thinking about the fact that you don't know it, so you try to create what the words are in your head. Yeah. And you you create some other phrase that ha- that would happen <laughs> that to me on the ship to you on this all last the time. Contract that everybody was dying because we all went. What did she, what did just, she say? just say? <laughs> it was in um. I don't remember what I'm every sh- woman. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know. When you're Houston. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what the words were or Shotgun. what you were supposed to say, but yeah. whatever you said was not right. And we all are running around changing costumes, but there's speaker systems backstage so yeah, we yeah. can hear what's going on where we're at, so we don't miss our mark. And I remember I was in the dressing room with two of the other guys changing, and we all three went. It was when huh? it was when I would do um, because I'm the one. And it shall be done. But I said like, and it can be done. And I come backstage, and Jeremy's like. And it can be done. <laughs> like, I don't know. Before the line, I had no idea what it was, so I just made something up. <laughs> my, I guess my biggest embarrassing moment with that was something I wrote. I was on stage with a band. This is probably six years ago now. And the very first line of the song, I could not remember what it was. Oh. So they're like vamping yeah. and vamping yeah. and vamping and looking at me like, what's When's he going to start singing? Like, what is happening right now? And the most embarrassing thing was that I completely forgot the line. The line was, so many things going through my head. Hilarious. And I was like, "Mm, how could I (laughs) not remember that? Yes. (laughs) So ironic. Oh, man. Candace on our worship team, she said guilty as well. So awful. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Guys, this is a lot of fun. I love having these conversations about behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. so I actually have a question for you guys because uh, multiple questions, but because um, I know that you guys have done the, the polished performer thing for so long now. When you come back and you lead worship, which is more of an organic thing where there isn't really technically supposed to be that fourth wall that separates you. Is sure. that something that's hard for you guys to step into? Um, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, because it's freeing. It's, it's, it's the, a big reason that we aren't, we aren't wanting to be performers anymore. Yeah. Is mm. because I love that. We we've gotten <laughs> to the point now where especially last year when we joined our worship team mm-hmm. and we had this experience with that that was like you said so organic and it was just so much more fulfilling mm-hmm. than anything we've ever done before. Yeah. And so that's that's why we've chosen to one of the many reasons that we've chosen to step away from what we've done for the past four years, mm. because as much as we are, we were so blessed and we loved what we did and getting out there and telling stories to people and entertaining them and getting them maybe away from, from whatever was going on in their heads for a little bit. Yeah. It was amazing. But now we want to do that as ourselves first off yeah. and not as a character or something like that yeah. and singing music and stuff that we connect so deeply with that mm-hmm. we want other people to connect with as well. So it, it, you would think it would be very different and very challenging and it is different, but it's so much easier in mm-hmm. my opinion because mm-hmm. I just get to be me. I get to be yeah. authentically yeah. me worshiping and hopefully in turn that helps other people worship as yeah. well. Right. Absolutely. So it, it's just, it, I- it's I amazing. think for me, yeah. it kind of um, <clears throat> parallels my like life journey in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. meaning performing is very, there's so many layers and shields and masks and, you know, it's this perfect product. Mm-hmm. 
And I kind of got to a point in my life where not only on stage, but off stage, I had kind of mastered that, Mm -hmm. you know, being exactly who I needed to be, how I needed to look and how I needed to show up like very chameleon like in every situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, God steps in as he does completely on his own terms. For me, that was with my aunt passing away last year, completely unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, that caused me to kind of just dig into some questions. I always tell everybody when we were home for her, I went home from the ship for her service and I found, um, she had a purpose driven life journal Mm -hmm. and my parents know that I love like journaling and writing. So they gave it to me. And when I opened it, she had done the first day one, but Mm -hmm. not finished it. And I was like, okay, well I'm going to finish this as like, you know, to, to kind of grieve her and honor her and Mm -hmm. process all of this for myself. And while doing so, you know, I, I grew up in the church and I had a faith as a child, but you know, then like middle school life gets busy and then just slowly, it, it becomes like, I'm a Christian, I believe in God, but that's kind of the extent. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it ends. Um, and doing that journal, it, it helped me to kind of really dig in deeper to what I, what my actual faith is. Mm-hmm. And then through that, it was like a slow, um, I think my dad's the one who said it to me, it's like, it feels like you're unraveling. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I've felt still kind of in that process, um, but really started last year. And over this last contract, it's like slowly all of that, like, it feels like, like all this ribbon and layers around me to be this like performer person Mm -hmm. has all come undone. And now it's like, I just get to authentically be me both in the world. And then when I'm on stage with worship, that's where I get to, you know, do the thing I feel like I'm definitely called to do here with Mm -hmm. like use my voice, but do it in a way that I feel like God kind of always intended me to as me, you know, and with my heart and also for a purpose yeah yeah it's very fulfilling yeah very yeah that's awesome i mean i i know that i've seen and i think some some of the reason that i feel connection to you guys um is because one of the reasons one of the biggest things that we want to focus on as a church here at elevation community church is authenticity Mm -hmm. we don't want to put on an act we don't want to put on a front we want to have i mean it's in our statement of real people real relationships real life change real hope we want things to be real and authentic and i know that i've seen on your guys's journey there's so much of an emphasis on authenticity Mm -hmm. um and i think it's so important and i think honestly that as worship leaders the best times that we lead most powerfully in our gifting is when we are raw and real and there is no fourth wall between us and we're all worshiping together and we're not leading them by telling them what to do, but we're leading them by setting the example of the worship that we are doing on stage yeah. um, as we're leading mm-hmm. or not just on stage even, but in our lives yeah. and everything sure. else that we're doing. So um, that's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Cause I know that, um, I'm not going to talk about myself a lot because I know that we're here to have you guys on and talk to you guys. But I just something that I relate with what you said is I was a performer for a long time mm-hmm. and I was out trying to do the artist thing. And and I remember um, uh, Spencer, if he's still watching, Spencer Robinette, um, he used to be our youth pastor here. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Phil, they both kind of uh, were the leaders of the worship movement, even though Phil was the, the pastor of it. They would they would kind of lead it together. So when I came in they were the guys and I remember um, they were looking for somebody to step in and take over when Phil became lead pastor and there was a, an empty space there that they needed to fill. They pulled me in Phil's office and they were like, Hey, we think you're the guy. And I was like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the guy. Sure. I was like, it's awesome. And I really appreciate it. And I was doing a po- another podcast at the time and I was like, I think I might be called to do this podcast instead. Um, 
And then we went to actually a Bethel concert Mm -hmm. um, at the Aronoff in Cincinnati. And it was like God just took everything and locked it into place. And by the time I walked out of there, I was like, I'm going to talk to my wife before I say anything, but I think this is what the rest of my life is supposed to be. Absolutely. And so you just know it, it like, I see clearly now the same way you were talking about, like God put me through so many things in my life to prepare me to be where I am today and to be the worship leader that I am. Um, So it's, it's just so relatable for me to hear that part of your guys' story. So it's so cool. So tell me a little bit about just kind of your, your faith journey. You were even kind of talking about how like grew up going to church, hit middle school, got really busy, things like that. So what was all of this um, just from, a college, marriage, and cruise life, all of that stuff. How um, how did that strengthen? How did that challenge? How did that? How did your faith kind of get molded in that process? Oh man, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, like <laughs> full, like you said, authenticity, transparency. Like our relationship at the beginning. Um, I mean, Jeremy, you were a part of the band with. Right. So real quick synopsis: I grew up in a church of Christ. Like my dad was the preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, church was my my 24 seven pretty much growing up. That's where all my friends came from. That's where we spent most of our time. Um, so I grew up in the church and uh, same kind of thing as Paige. Like obviously was so full of faith as a, as a child and even into my teenage years. And then, you know, you get out in the world and especially in our culture and society today, like it's not on a lot of teenagers minds. And we, we, we talked about this one time in a video that we did, uh, and are planning to do and how the millennial generation as we're labeled is the ones that walked away from the church. Mm. And I, I I have to say that we kind of did that Mm. not necessarily intentionally because we were like, we're against the church, but because of the lifestyle we chose. Um, Mm. when you go and you're a performer, you don't, you don't have Sundays to go to church. You don't have, you don't have, and you, and and I mean, you know, I'm sure like there is a very, a very, I don't want to say dark side to the entertainment world, but there is like there you, is, there's yeah. a lot of times where you'll be in, in situations that are very, very far from God mm-hmm. in the yes. entertainment world. And so when you choose that lifestyle, it's very hard to, to remain in that. And so I think that kind of catches yeah. you up to where Paige and I even met, like neither one of us were very close to God or to the church or anything like that. Yeah. No, not at all. Like the, even at the beginning of our relationship, um, I mean, to an extent, like I, I would talk to Jeremy about, you know, certain like things like, oh, well, if, if God this, then what about that? And he would answer it. But it was very, that was like at the very, very start of our relationship. And then it just kind of, it became non-existent in our relationship, faith at all. Um, because again, with the entertainment industry, um, not everybody, but one of my personal struggles was kind of making my own success my idol. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, I was responsible for that. You know, I could, because I'd seen in my life where I didn't have something. So then I worked really hard and I got that thing. And I was like, okay, so that's the formula. Mm. Like I can mold my life to be exactly what I want it to be. And I would say I still struggle with that to an extent. Um, Mm. The surrender piece, you know, Mm. but you very quickly, you start idolizing that success in yourself and just building yourself as much as you can. So that took over um, and then on the ships, like he said, I would always say to an extent with, um, the, the dark side of the entertainment world, we, both of us, I'd say always did kind of feel a little bit on the outside. You know, it's not like we ever felt fully pulled in and into the center of all of that. Mm. We always felt a little bit like there's something off here. And I think that that was like the spirit still like hanging on like, Hey, mm. this, you, you aren't okay with some of these things. You don't, this feels weird because I'm still here. Yeah. But, um, it, like I said, it literally was like a black and white, like 
big, big moment when my grandma had passed away the year before and she was like my spiritual rock my entire life. She's mm-hmm. this, the most godly woman you, you will ever meet. Unbelievable woman. Um, and she's a huge reason for any faith that I had growing up. So she passed away and that was, I don't want to say it was easy because it wasn't, but it was, she was like 94 years old and Mm. it was, it was good. It was a good experience. Um, her final night on earth, like me and my brother were singing hymns with her. It was just absolutely beautiful. Mm. But then I go back out to the cruise ship and, you know, just slowly you just start getting wrapped back up in it and image and success and appearance and all of that. And then my aunt passed away and that was like hard stop. Mm -hmm. So I would literally say like, I can mark that as a defining moment where then, and it wasn't like she passed away. So I was like, Oh, so I want to find God. Like God found me in that Mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. And it was from then on, it was like this huge, that just became my focus. Like I want to know what I believe. Mm -hmm. And it was hard because Jeremy at that time, maybe you can talk a little bit where your head was at. No. Yeah. It was just, I mean, exactly what she was just saying. Like you get out there and you, you just fall into this whole thing of comparison and success. And it got to the point where like, I was so far into all that, that like, I probably went into, I mean, let's go ahead and call it what it is. It was, it was depression. Yeah. Like I didn't want anything to do with anybody. I would sleep all day. I would get up, go do my shows, go back to sleep. Like I wouldn't, I had no drive. I had nothing. I was following nothing I wanted. Like I just, I didn't even want human interaction. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was really bad. And so this all happens to her and she, I mean, I, I will say that I didn't show up the way that I should have as a husband, but like, she's asking these questions and stuff like that. And I didn't even want to answer. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't, I don't like, you know, what are you even doing? And mm. at that time we had two separate cabins because we, I still had my old last names, mm. it was a loophole basically, but <laughs> as singers, you get your own cabins. Mm-hmm. So when we had separate last names, nobody knew the difference. So we each got our own cabin. So I would go into my cabin in the morning And like through the Purpose Driven Life journal, which I didn't even know at the time there was a book that goes with that. I'm just Mm -hmm. doing the journal, answering these deep questions with no real faith at all. I would love to look back and be like, how did I fumble through answering those? But, um, and also reading Max Lucado's Anxious for Nothing Mm -hmm. that my dad had given me when I went home. And I would just go in that cabin for like hours on end, just writing and reading and just trying to like wrap. And then I'd run over to Jeremy's room and I'd be like, hey. The Bible's saying this thing about like this guy and, and Jeremy's like, okay, well, <laughs> trying to like explain it to me, but you could tell he didn't, and he says he didn't show up, but he, he showed up more than he thinks he did. But I think what he's referring to is that it was very like disconnected. Like he yeah. would answer it, but then like he didn't really want to engage in it all or really yeah. get deep into it all. Um, but then in coming home, I was like, okay, so now we got to find a church. Like all this stuff I'm reading, it's talking about like the importance of community and like, I, I have questions and I have, I want to be like poured into in those ways. Yeah. So we go home and this story I'll try to make short, but we go home to our house, which we bought while in the middle, the middle of the, of the ocean. ocean. We'd never even seen it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We saw it on, we saw it on FaceTime. That was, that was, um, Jeremy's Jeremy's bold move that, um, he basically found it on Zillow and was like, I think we should get a house. And I was like, that's crazy. Like we don't like, I'm the type where I'm like, I want to walk through like HGTV and be like, I (laughs) like this. I don't like that. And he's like, no, we're going to do it. Which retrospect now, great decision because I can't imagine coming home now after this contract, Mm -hmm. going through this transition, we are trying to figure out where we're going and buying a house. But, um, (laughs) long story short, the owners before us left open the 
connection to the washing machine, like the hot water. So I go to shower um, less than 10 hours in our home the next morning. And I was like, Jeremy, the water's freezing. So he goes like, okay, I'll turn the hot water heater on. And I hear running water and I'm like, oh, that's what it sounds like when you're turning on a hot water heater. Mm. I don't know. I've never owned a home. He thinks, oh, Paige got in the shower. Cool. It's all good. So we're both doing our own thing. It was a water park upstairs for about seven minutes. Our entire upstairs was flooding. So within 10 hours, it fell through our baseboards, cracked our ceiling, completely opened downstairs. And we had to redo our entire downstairs ceiling 10 hours after moving into the house. And the reason I tell that story (laughs) is because my other aunt, um, Aunt Jan and Uncle Carl, they live right up the road from us in Mason. Mm -hmm. And they helped us a lot because they were like, here's some towels. We had nothing. nothing. Like, here's a fan. Let's let's help you guys. And then they the next day was a Sunday and they were like, why don't you guys come to our church? And we had this whole plan. Like I was like, okay, come we're going to go crossroads, Oakley, mm. then crossroads, we were gonna Mason. Church hop. Then we're going to go, let's just try you, you them all. You got to shop around when church. you're looking yeah. for a home. Yeah. 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 Let's try all the churches and we'll find our people. And church crawl. So we were, <laughs> we were exhausted. And it's funny because that morning I got up and I was like, Jeremy, like we got to go to church. And he's like, seriously, we're actually doing that. Cause that's just where he was. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. like we're going, we got to go. So we go to her church and awesome. we, that was the only church we went to because yeah. Boom. it was just like, <laughs> we yep. got sucked in. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we <laughs> we're love meant it. to be here. That's we awesome. connect with the people we connect and literally within two, by, by Christmas two Eve, we were, we were singing with the worship team. Yeah. So it was, wow. it, and then that's cool. In completely that, out of our hand. Like it was just yeah, like, it was mm-hmm. something, I mean, obviously something so much bigger than us, right? Like that we we just had to trust and, and yeah. follow it. It's so common when, when God opens doors, it moves fast. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. 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 And, um, he's been prepping you and prepping you and prepping you. Now go. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then just, you know, to wrap that up and to, to tell you how that's now molded yeah. kind of what we've done is then going, we almost didn't go back to yeah. carnival because mm-hmm. of what we were experiencing here at home, the community, the growth, the, I mean, it pulled me out of the deepest depression I've ever been in and yeah. just yeah. like got me on this, like on fire journey. You and know, it was okay. I could tell that you guys were torn when you were going yeah. back yeah. when yeah. I met you that night. And right. it was with everything. Night. It was with like our church, with our marriage, mm-hmm. with even like you guys and like connecting. I was like, there's just so much. So and much like, here. we're just going to leave that. We're mm-hmm. just like, I felt I, I saw no clear picture, but I was like, they're like 10 opportunities right sure. here. And we're mm-hmm. just turning, turning away. Yeah. But, but we went back and it was the best contract of our lives. We yeah. were able to not only grow our personal, personal faith and, you know, journeys with, um, God, but like the way we got to interact with other people, like our castmates mm-hmm. and we made amazing friendships, even guests would come up. And like Paige said earlier, we started that YouTube channel just mm-hmm. for us to create a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then like guests would find us off of that and be like, love what you're doing on YouTube. Like, and it was just a way to start connection uh, yeah. conversation. Yeah. And so it's just like completely changed how we interact with each other and yeah. with other people in the world. It around was us. nice. It was, there were many reasons and many specifics I could get into about why that contract we were meant to be there. Like yeah. God was like, no, 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 the, this is part of the plan. Like just chill out of it. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would say a huge, huge part was the fact that it gave us time to really kind of figure out slash solidify a little bit, like who we are, where we were going, kind of what we wanted. And that's funny to say, because sitting here, like just last night, I was like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> what's our life? But it's every day. Every we, day now we, we're like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> we know now, like then if we would have stayed home last time, we literally would have, I feel like rather than us listening to God and really getting still with ourselves and making decisions from that place, I think we would have been kind of like, 
a like a little kid, you know, being mm. pulled around based off of outside forces. So yeah. I got to throw in one more example of how it was really weird and uh, about how we like were meant to do something is we were at that Need to Breathe concert. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The day before we left for <laughs> I Florida, about that. Yeah. yeah, we were driving to Florida the next day to start rehearsals, and we, I and love it was, Need it was to in Breathe. Canton, um, yeah. Ohio, Canton, Ohio, which is like three hours. Yeah. Three yeah. hours, yeah. and I'm I love Need to Breathe. Like mm. they are just one of my favorite groups of all time yeah. and Paige got had gotten me tickets and because at the time we didn't know the next day we were going to leave for Florida right but I was like she's like should we sell the tickets and I was like no we're going like well, I'm gonna make it we're gonna do it so we drive <laughs> so three hours to that concert and to that night drive three hours back then drive 14 hours to Florida the yeah. next day but I'm mm. I'm walking out of I mean I think had the concert even started yet or maybe halfway through or something like I that I think it was kind of it was the like intermission, intermission yeah. right I'm walking out and I'm like heading to the restroom and I was like I know that guy what in the world and it turns out that it, it was this guy over here and I was like <laughs> what like what are you doing yeah, here and it, it was, was just one of those weird blowing. moments where it was like i think we were supposed to run into yeah. each other yep, yeah yeah in my because my wife and i we love need to breathe yeah. as well we have for years and um she got those tickets for me for christmas mm-hmm. and um i was like in canton i was like i've never even been to canton right. before and she's like me neither but, but i got a hotel <laughs> let's go do it you know so we got somebody to keep the kids for us and um yeah we didn't expect to see no. anybody we knew there let yeah. alone you guys yeah yeah and you come walking down out of that balcony yeah. or whatever where you guys i was like what, what? are you serious yeah <laughs> what's going of on of all you know? the people there yeah. too you guys are bumping we connected each other. Yeah. we got a picture and stuff and then yeah. you literally said yeah we're, we're, we're driving back and we got to drive to florida tomorrow yeah, yeah. wow to go so yeah i honestly i felt i was like okay that happened for a reason i know and those are the moments too where you're like, okay, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you, it's funny because I feel like probably a lot, I don't know if you guys do, but I'm sure a lot of people are like, I just need like a sign about this or yeah. whatever. And it's like, or even if you don't ask, you know, you're kind of thinking it. Like, mm. if I just had a sign, I would do X, Y, Z. And it's like, then things like that happen. And after like the fifth time, you're like, oh, wait, maybe that's, maybe that's one of those signs <laughs> that I'm thinking about. Yeah. But on yeah. top of that, what a good show. Yeah, oh, a man. killer show. It was show. so awesome. So <laughs> awesome. They were, uh, you guys watching, they were doing an acoustic tour. Yeah. yeah. So it was the same thing. I loved it so much and so did Nicole because there was no wall None. as well. It was literally yeah. like they're sitting on stage yep. playing through the music, but they were just having conversations with us. Yep. Do, you, do you guys remember um, they had met a husband and wife on the street earlier in the day where the wife had had cancer. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And she had just had surgery for the cancer to have something removed. And the moment she woke up, she looked at her husband and said, I'm still going to need to breathe. Yep. Yeah. And then they came and then they got they to were there. need to breathe yeah. on the street earlier in the oh. day and have a conversation, share that. So the whole place, like I was crying, you know, yep. we're all like yeah. laughing and stuff. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's, you know, that authentic thing that yeah. just, it's so much better when that wall's not it's there. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like what kind of kept like, coming in my mind when you guys were talking about was, is, and I had a conversation with somebody this morning about just the timing of God. And how he's constantly working. I think that it's easy for us to get really self-focused on God's plan for our life mm-hmm. and how he's going to enact it and when it's going to come. And why is it? Why are we waiting? Why is it taking so long? And I feel like God has so many. He's he's got so many moving pieces in his plan and purpose. And uh, and so with all of this kind of like looking back and reflecting. How is that impacting you guys now? Like going forward, just understanding, like looking back on his faithfulness and 
his character and nature and things like that uh, with just anything you guys have going on now or even just how has it shaped you just looking ahead to the future yeah sure and just a heads up guys it's 11.31 right now okay you guys gotta go soon they gotta leave I could sit here and talk to you guys all day I know this is fun if you guys didn't have to go we could keep going (laughs) but um, just know we'll do about five more minutes and then we'll wrap up yeah yeah um we're at a weird state now yeah because we just left this secure pretty easy lifestyle right Mm -hmm. and we don't really know what is coming next and that can be very terrifying very freeing but at the same time very terrifying you know you bring in stuff like finances and 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 all this stuff and just like a trajectory like a plan and it's like we don't really have one other than to come home seek god and see what see what his plan is right Mm -hmm. and that's really it's a lot easier said than yeah. done most Absolutely. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a constant reminder for us to look back and be like, look, this we were like on a day where we're like freaking out and like, what are we going to do? Anxiety sets in and everything like that. It's like, no, like just look at what has already, like look at what has happened to us in a year. Yeah. Like look at oh, his yeah. timing when he's ready. Like look at how that, that just goes. So it's a lot easier to kind of calm down and be like, no, like his timing, not yeah. ours. Right. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'll say like looking back I, I often think about the fact that, you know, we as like a culture in 2020, we operate like, okay, well, here's my weekly plan. Here's my yearly plan. Here's mm, where I need to yep. be financially. And it's like, I don't know, in my mind, like God doesn't work that like yeah. that, you mm-hmm. know, he's like, no, it's cool because on this day that you can't even see six months from now, this is going to happen. But in my mind, I'm like, I just need to know exactly what the next week is. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So that's been something that I've kind of had to like check in with myself. So I'm glad that you asked this because that's for a reason. Um, and it's also that looking back of, like you just said, like he's he's shown up every other time. Right. Yeah. So why, and it's not like we're sitting here, you know, it's funny because coming home, it was really frustrating the first couple of weeks because people, every everybody, so what are you guys going to do now? Ooh. And it's like, mm-hmm. That question. Yeah. It's, it's, they and mean it's, well, they do. but it's like but it's, one of those things like, I don't, I don't know. And I don't even know how to really and, like respond to and that. And when yeah. I respond with something like what Jeremy just said, like we're coming home and we're, we're really seeking God and we're going to trust where he leads us. People are like, Oh, like that's not a good enough answer. Yeah. For right. People. Yeah. Oh, you guys are immature and you have no idea yes. what you're doing. Right. So people think yes. that we're just like sitting at home all day, <laughs> hanging out on Facebook and being like, God's going to give us money. Like, it'll be fine. It's like, right. no, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. Like, meanwhile, you should see our schedule. Yeah. We <laughs> right. are just like, I am literally up at 6am every day to like have my whole morning. Cause I, I, I don't know if you guys do Enneagram, but I'm an Enneagram three. So I'm Mm. very like, I, from taking solitude in the morning and really like seeing myself Mm -hmm. and connecting with God, I can be better in the Mm. world that day. So I'll take that time in the morning and then we're constantly working on something. Um, like I'm in school right now for integrative health and health and wellness. I literally have started a photography, videography, music production business that like, Oh cool. We're doing all these things like just because we set ourselves up to come home and seek God and also to, to, to follow our passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yes. cause that's the whole point. Yeah. We want to be fulfilled. We want to be passionate about what we're doing every day. So we've set ourselves up to be able to do that. And hopefully God will, you know, bless that or he's going to tell us no. Right. And and then we move on to the next right. thing. So. And I think that was, that's part of it as well is we we're so fortunate that while we were on the ships, we were able to have like savings. Cause again, you, the first few time, times we were out there, we had no real bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we, you know, we didn't just blow that money and we're not planning to blow any money. We want to be able to use that and steward that mm-hmm. yeah. in a way that we can seek 
going through our passions to really fulfill like a greater purpose, you know? So that's what we're trying to do now and with music, with writing. So with anybody who's listening who is wondering what's next, there's your those answer. Those are all the things. <laughs> well, just, just like clip that and then clip as soon as anybody asks it, be like, oh, here you go. Just listen <laughs> to Send that. Send them the two minute video. We'll hey, edit that I'm into a little package yeah. for you. Perfect. Um, That'll be our gift to you guys. <laughs> uh, but be- before we wrap up with prayer and then get out of here, um, how can people find you? Where can they come seek Ooh. you on, uh, like share your website yeah. or your yeah, Facebook absolutely. or anything like that? So, Here's your I opportunity. Mean, the best place to find us would probably be, I mean, I've got two places for you. We've got a Facebook page that is that is dedicated to the two of us and what we are doing as a couple and everything. And mm-hmm. you can just find that by searching um, on Facebook. Like if you did like the at symbol, it's at page Jeremy Braley. You spell Braley as well? I know yeah. how to spell it, but I'm going to yeah. let you spell your name. B-R-A-L-E-Y. There you go. That's it. It sounds like it looks like Brawley. Yeah. But it's Brayley. Um, and, and, then then, and then the YouTube, um, which you can find the link through the Facebook. But if you're just on YouTube and you search Paige and Jeremy Brayley will come up. You'll see a picture of us with like sunglasses on or something like that. Yeah. Check that out because that's what we've slowed down now that we've been home. Mm-hmm. But we're gearing up for 2020 to really like pump out not only some more covers and stuff like worship covers, but original music that mm-hmm. we're working on. Um, and also just sharing our a little bit of the experiences that we have in life and then also we're figuring out life mm-hmm. and we want to share that with people because yeah. we want to be authentic we want to be raw yeah. people don't always want to watch a polished thing and be like i think that's a big problem that we have today is like we just throw up our highlight reels right so right. it's like everybody yeah. sees this perfect filtered. picture yeah. picture yeah. perfect life that we threw up on a cruise ship so people don't know the real story mm-hmm. so why not see what we're stumbling through see what we're stumbling we're... through and maybe that'll help somebody stumble through it as well or it'll help us somebody right. can reach out and be like hey we've been through this yeah so yeah. like Both. we just want to throw up as much stuff and just kind of like do life with people you yeah. know what i mean build that community and yeah, then so. for anybody who is either interested in basically just general wellness stuff whether it be health stuff spirituality stuff i also have a facebook page called seed and so so mm-hmm. seed plus sign so s-o-w and there's just i mean there's a lot of stuff that i'm learning from school on there with um like integrative health which is like total wellness mm-hmm. um there's some spirituality stuff on there that's just it's just like a good positive if you need a place like that to kind of whether it be your outlet or to just kind of soak up some information the reason i did seed and so is because the seed is like i'm going to give you some wisdom mm-hmm. But then the so part, I'm also always going to kind of give you an action that I want you to kind of mm-hmm. do in your day. That's awesome. So that's another little yeah. fun thing I'm working yeah. on. <laughs> so check it out. It's really cool. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. And Paige also is, there's an I in there, right? P-A-I-G-E? Yes, P-A-I-G-E. Okay, yeah. if you guys are searching them. Um, all right, guys. Well, this was a lot of fun. Oh, we got to have yeah. you guys back sometime soon. For sure. Anytime. S- sorry for those of you watching and listening. We did not get to any of the you asked for it questions, but I don't think we Oops. were supposed to today. We talk a lot. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> no. This was really, I mean, really fun. This is what it is. I mean, we really just, it's about, Brent even said, it's a, it, we want to invite people to a conversation. And yeah. so that's exactly sure. what this is. It's a conversation because the Lord is working in our experiences. He teaches us. Um, through the people that we interact with, through um, just multiple things. And so I love to hear your guys' story because I know that that's going to bring application and bring insight into somebody's situation that's listening to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're, we're always confident of that. Yeah. 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 And I think it's so cool. You just said, like, we want our what we're sharing to, to help people grow, for them sure. to come along with it. 
that's why you're here today because that's what we want this podcast yeah. to do. Sure. We want it to be something that people can relate to and learn from in today's context. Absolutely. And not have it be something that's foreign and that there's just a wall a there. Wall. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and pray and we'll wrap up and get you guys out of here. It is 1139, so we'll Perfect. do it quick. <laughs> all right. Um, we actually ended on time. That's not that's not a characteristic that we always have. <laughs> no, not church. normally. Today is a special day today, Daniel. <laughs> it is. <laughs> wow. All right, you guys. Here we go. So, um, Heavenly Father, we lift your name up on high, God. We thank you so much um, for all that you are and all that you do. Um, we thank you for the opportunity to be here yet again, to have have a conversation and uh, for it to hopefully go out to the world and help anybody that you want to take it to, Father, anybody who you're moving in their hearts. Um, we thank you for new friends. We thank you for the fact that uh, Jeremy and Paige were able to be here today and to come in and share their story um, and to share a way that people can find them as well so that um, hopefully their journey, um, paired with our journey, whatever way, God, that you decide to, to make that work, um, that it just continues to grow your kingdom and to to help people understand who you are and to learn and um, progress in their faith journey, God. That's all that we want is for you to be lifted up and for your name to be glorified. So, Father, we just thank you. We thank you, we thank you, and we love you. And in your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, you guys, that is going to wrap us up for this episode of the Weekly Impact Podcast. Uh, We thank you again for joining. As always, you guys are so faithful. Um, It's so cool to have you guys be a part of the conversation every week. Um, Just continue to go share uh, what we're doing here. Uh, Continue to um, go and rate and review, if you would, on um, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. But guys, we just thank you. We love having this conversation. So until we talk to you next week, as always, go out there. Let the light of God shine through you. Be Jesus to the people that you meet. And we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Have a good one, guys.